and welcome again to another edition of Atheist News Network. And on tap today is something that is somewhat grotesque. Uh, I, I have no idea where their thinking could be on this effect. It's uh, amazing. And, you know, I heard about this story a while ago, but <clears throat> we haven't done it until now. Uh, recently, the, the Pope has made his little um, uh, proclamation on it, so the story is actually somewhat complete. Yeah, I mean, uh, this is my first time hearing it, and I am just flabbergasted. I mean, seriously, I, I knew, see, the, the premise behind it is this is a nine-year-old rape victim down in Brazil who was carrying twins. So she's an 80-pound girl carrying twins, probably going to die if she goes to term, and she was raped. So, I mean, by Brazil law... Raped by her stepfather. Yeah. So by Brazil law, she was actually allowed to have an abortion. Yeah, in Brazil, apparently abortions are illegal, so the family, the mother and her, had to go to uh, the court, and she actually got permission uh, because of the rape and the pregnancy and the fact she's only nine years old, she's carrying twins. Her uh, pelvis and uterus are not shaped um, yet. They're not fully developed yet. Massive complications um, if this carries through, probably resulting in her death and the death of the, of the twins anyway. Yeah, so, I mean, there was going to be death all around, and yet the Catholic Church is coming out and flat out saying, you know what, this is a grave offense, irreparable harm to the society, and they are excommunicated. And while everybody is excommunicated but the little girl, how kind of them, right? The only reason the girl wasn't excommunicated was she was too young. Yeah. Now, doesn't that tell you something? She's too young to be excommunicated, but she's old enough to have twins through a rape? <laughs> they excommunicated the judge, the doctors who were involved, and the mother. Jeez, they were just waving that wand all over the place, weren't they? So uh, this goes all the way up to the Pope, and the Pope says, uh, you know what, they acted uh, properly in this case in excommunicating everyone involved. Uh, because apparently there is no reason for abortion uh, ever in, in their eyes. Keep in mind, these are the people that claim to have some sort of um, special dispensation, special uh, claim or expertise on morality. Yeah, very much so. Now, interestingly enough, I actually think they, in a twisted sort of way, they're right on this. And the reason why I say that is uh, you take the Mormon church and abortion is uh, against their principles unless you've been raped. However, you and I have talked several times and said, well, that's just kind of circular reasoning because if God allowed them to get pregnant then he wanted that child here in the first place. So although sick and twisted, uh, these Catholics, with their Pope, are actually following the letter of the law where God is concerned, and that pretty much just says that God's a bastard, period. Right. Um, you know, the, the, the logic is, if it's murder, murder's wrong in all instances, right? Yeah. Uh, except when God tells you to kill everyone in the promised land, then it's okay. Yeah, well, well you know, except the women and children, because, you know, well, the, the virgin children and the animals. The virgin women. Yeah. They'll save the virgin women in the one case of the Midianites. Uh, however, if, if abortion is murder, then God is the biggest abortionist of all, because about 40%, uh, so this is a little less than half, of um, eggs that are fertilized don't come to term. So they either fertilize and um, are evacuated along with the next period, or you know it doesn't implant, or because of chromosomal abnormalities it terminates. 
So God's up there murdering people right and left. Well, maybe that's uh, these people coming down here, and then God catches them masturbating in the womb or something, and he says, oh, taking that away from you. Wait. <laughs> <laughs> you're talking... <laughs> you're, t you're talking about a little, like, blastocele or, or one of these <laughs> collection oh, yeah. of cells somehow masturbating in the womb. Hey. If we can do it, they can do it. <laughs> hey, God's against that. So, you know, that's why they're getting, you know, aborted. That's true. And Onan apparently was struck dead on the spot. So Exactly. So that's my thinking here is the Onan crisis here. All these little uh, little babies that haven't really even started growing yet are, you know, they start fondling. God gets rid of them. So my question on this stuff is um, don't they have it um, – it doesn't, all these sort of monotheistic religions have it absolutely backwards. They believe that, that the religion and morality, that it's all authoritarian. It's all um, from the top down. Shouldn't we think about things and kind of mull it over and see if it's moral or not, rather than basically what Catholicism is, if God says it, do it, right? Yeah. Uh, God commanded uh, Abraham to murder Isaac. And uh, he was going to do it, and he <laughs> brought the knife up, and at the last minute, the angel says, whoa, hang on a second, psych, just kidding. Uh, yeah. But Abraham was rewarded for it. So, yeah, can, can you imagine being Isaac at that moment? No, Dad, no. what are you doing? Dad, what the hell are you doing? <laughs> My seminary teacher told me that Isaac knew full well what he was doing. And therefore, the, the sacrifice was even that more, much more tragic, and the, the obedience was that greater. Yeah, I heard the same thing. Yeah. Um, <laughs> either that or Isaac's actually fairly stupid, um, walking up the... <laughs> well, maybe he was slow in the head. Maybe that's why his father was able to just kill him without really hurting or thinking about it. Oh, God, you want me to kill him? Sure. That'll, that'll be a, just a drain off of us. Okay. Walking up the hill to be sacrificed, right? Yeah. <laughs> now, didn't he actually gather the wood for his own sacrifice? Yeah. And he's yeah. Um, looking around, I'm sure, thinking, hey, hey, Dad, where's the goat? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> exactly. I mean, you're gathering this stuff, just looking around going, Dad, Dad, uh, hey. <laughs> There's supposed to be a ram or some sheep or goat or something like that? Oh, don't worry about that, Isaac. Yeah, God will provide. Oh, it's you. Lie down. <laughs> All right, so speaking of uh, Abraham and Isaac, I got this little clip uh, that, that kind of demonstrates this uh, stupidity really, really well. So you ready for it? We'll play it. Abraham! Lord! Abraham! Not interrupting, am I? No, no, perfect timing. I was just telling my son about all the wonderful ideas you've had. Good, because Abraham actually... I've had another one. Another idea? An idea from the Lord? Oh, please tell. Yes, yes, I will. And, okay, and do tell me if you think this is sort of, well, out of order, you know. What? Right. Well, my new idea is human sacrifice. What? You know, human sacrifice? Uh, I think you should kill someone. And I was thinking you should kill 
Ivan. 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 Uh, Ivan. Your your son. Oh, Isaac. Isaac. I, I'm so sorry. Yes, Isaac. Yes, Isaac. I, I I think you should kill Isaac. So what? What, what do you think? Brilliant. Really? Oh yes, Lord. Another winner. Ivan, rustle up a pyre. We're making a sacrifice. Ivan? I, I thought you said his name was... Oh, no. Ivan's a much better name, Lord. You were right. Oh, I can't wait to see the look on his face. Well, you're sure you're fine with this? Absolutely. You, you would say? I would say what, Lord? Well, you know, if you thought I was asking you to do something, you know, wrong... If I thought it was wrong? Like I'd know. Like I have any chance of forming an independent basis of right and wrong outside the instructions of some supervisory being. No, Lord, I am your bitch. Yeah, okay, but... Finish the pie, Dad. Hello, Ivan. Where's the sacrifice? Oh, that's a good point. Where is it? Any ideas, Lord? Um... Oh, wait, I remember. It's there. What? Yes, Isaac, Ivan. The Lord's new idea is that I should sacrifice you. Me? Brilliant! Yes. On the fifth day, he invented the birds and the fish, and today he's invented me murdering my son. Another winner, Lord. You're certainly not tinkering with an already perfect creation like some giant see-through George Lucas. Hop on, Ivan. Um, oh. Oh, here's a nice stabby bit of flint, Dad. No, um, hang on. Well done, Ivan. Right, brace yourself, lad. No, wait. Look, wait, wait. Yes, Lord? It... It, it was a test. <laughs> oh, a test. Oh, what another brilliant idea. He's so smart. Did we pass? Oh, you really passed, then. Yes. <laughs> Big tick. Great. Well, do let us know if you have any other brilliant ideas, Lord. Yes, I... Oh, uh, actually, wh while you have that flint handy, I, I did have another, um, idea. Yes? Well, what if you were to... Say if this is weird. But what if you were to cut off your son's... Oh, what's it called? I can't think of the name. The skin around the... Oh, I'll get back to you. <laughs> okay. Can't wait. <laughs> Absolutely brilliant. But I mean that that that's what we're talking about, isn't it? I mean we're talking about these people who believe that God has said thou shalt not kill. He's made massive exceptions um because he's told them to kill a bunch of times. So there yeah. really should be a little asterisk by that saying thou shalt not kill uh except if, you know, God doesn't like the other person or uh God told you to do it or or God wants what they have, or... Exactly. It's not like God can go out there, cause uh, everyone to fall dead in a heartbeat. Um, he's got to send you to kill them, right? And then what happens when you're in court, <laughs> and you say, well, God told me to kill him. <laughs> well, that ain't going to fly. You'll be in the loony bin. Yeah, well, exactly. But these guys, you know, morally speaking, nothing is incorrect. And this is my deepest problem with religion. Nothing is incorrect or immoral that God tells you to do. It can't be because he is the final arbiter of good and evil, moral and immoral. So he yeah. can tell you to abort a baby and it wouldn't be wrong. He can tell you to murder someone and it wouldn't be wrong. He can tell you to rape someone and it wouldn't be wrong. Uh, because God is, is telling you and God is all good, right? Oh yeah, I, I'm really thinking of converting. I mean, this is awesome, awesome stuff to stick to. I mean, God, you want me to rape somebody? Send me on my way. 
Yeah, uh, this is, again, it, there is no act that a religious person is incapable of doing, assuming he thinks God's on his side. Yeah, if God be on our side, whose side, or who else is he going to follow, or whatever that saying is. So it's moral to excommunicate the mother, the doctors, the judges, uh, and, and apparently cut them off from the Lord and banish them to hell. Pretty much, yeah. Where they uh, spend the rest of eternity, you know. You check in on them a thousand years from now. Oh, still burning. <laughs> still twisting <laughs> I, on the spit. Yeah, I just got my left side done. Hold on. <laughs> check in 5,000, 10,000, a billion, trillion years from now. They'll all still be burning and roasting on that little steak. That makes sense to me. Of course, they shouldn't have saved that child's life. They should have just watched her die a painful death. Well, exa that's what they're saying. They're, they're saying that it is more moral to just allow nature to take its course. Uh, you know, and to me, any supreme being or anyone who's capable of torturing someone for a day, a week, two weeks, 100 years, eternity, isn't worthy of any worship whatsoever. Exactly, especially for such the short span that we actually have here on the world. He's going to punish us for an eternity for that? Right. Not only does it not make any logical sense, but it shoots a hole in the entire concept of all benevolent, all good, you know, all merciful bullshit. All merciful. These people are suffering in hell forever. And I might add, there was no hell in the Old Testament. That was Jesus' creation. Jesus came up with that lake of fire. Well, it sounds to me like uh, Jesus was looking for more people to follow him because, you know, nothing like the threat of burning forever to get people on your side. Right. You got your carrot of heaven and you got your stick of hell. It's, uh, that's how um, religious morality works. And if you need help figuring out where to stick that stick, uh, we here at Irreli Irreligiosity will show you. Seven months and you still can't pronounce our names. <laughs> hey, I've had a half hour of sleep. Leave me be. Excellent. All right. Um, so are we on for this Friday for our guest or what? Uh, still working on it. We will have uh, Eva on the show by Friday. So uh, still working on it. She says it should be fine. By Friday, possibly Saturday. We'll see you then. Yeah, that's only Charlie's laziness. <laughs> Bye.